Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Jaeger Live. Today's a very exciting episode for me. It's something that I've been wanting to do for quite a long time. So we're finally here. Let's get into it. Okay, guys, so I'm super excited for this episode today because it's been something that I have thought about for many, many, many years, and it's finally come to fruition. As of last Wednesday, the 19th, I am officially unemployed. And for most people, that might be uh, a little odd that I'm so excited about that. But for those who know me and know where I've been going, and for you listeners, you understand that it's been something that um, has come and it's taken quite a long time to be where I want to be and able to do this. It has been a great journey up until this point. I was going to record this episode originally, but I was going to talk about kind of where people are before they quit their job, people, especially in my situation with a wife and kids and somebody who's been um, the provider for so long and, and switching those roles. So I was going to do an episode about it, but then I was just like, you know what? I don't want to put out an episode to where I'm talking about what my feelings could be. I want to be able to talk about my feelings in real time. And so because of that, I decided to wait to uh, push this episode out because I wanted it to be more about the feeling of it and the things that I kind of had to deal with and overcome. That's what this episode's going to be about. I'm really excited about it because it's, like I said, it's something that I have wanted to do and to be able to do it, go through the little... Um, the insecurities, the breakdowns of it, and be able to come out on top on the other side uh, is really, it's been, it's been great for me. So I wanted to talk about, I want to start this episode off real quick with uh, going back to the first episode, going back to why I started this podcast, because I think it's super important and it's really relevant to what's going on right now. I started this podcast for those who, 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 for those who don't know, I started this podcast because I wanted to give people inspiration through my journey to help them find their own path, whether that be entrepreneurship or, you know, being an employee, it, it doesn't matter, but it's to find your true happiness and doing things to make yourself happy and to live the best life that you can. When I started this, it was something that I didn't see out in the market. I didn't see people that were in my position, someone who have, who's come to uh, the entrepreneurship um, place late, or even not even that, coming to coming to the exploration, coming to the exploration of finding happiness in their life and being able to really dive deep into that and finding it so late in their life. Um, one who's already, uh, by most standards, I guess would say I'm established. I had a career. I ha I'm married. I have kids. So 
coming to that late and, and being able to try and find my own journey late, I didn't really see that in the marketplace. And that's really why I started this podcast. Uh, for those who have started maybe a little bit later, um, who are quote unquote established, but still want to, who want to shake things up and actually live the life they want. I wanted to be my own boss for so long that I couldn't, I don't, I don't remember when I started thinking about this. I mean, I, it could be as young as seven or eight. I was just always had that idea. I always wanted to be my own boss. I thought it would be cool to, um, run my own business and be able to tell people what to do and all this. And as I grow, as I grew up, my ideas of business ownership had matured and, and gone a little bit past just telling what everybody else what to do and, and, you know, just having all the money. Um, but it was something that was very, very important to me early on. And I knew that that's what I wanted to do. But, you know, when I was 16 and I got my then girlfriend pregnant, it kind of switched a little bit for me because it was like my mindset turned into a scarcity mindset. It turned into what do I need to do right now to take care of this baby, to be the dad that this, this child needs. So it was really important to me to be a great dad and everything else kind of went on the back burner and you know, good, bad doesn't matter. That's not the point of it. The point is, is that I had to make a decision and I made a decision that I thought was best for me and my daughter. So that's what I did. And it was, it was fine. I was happy with that idea. I was happy with the, the point that I was there for my daughter whenever she needed me and I was able to provide for her. My initial ideas through business ownership and, and starting something and being an entrepreneur was really vague. I, you know, if you've listened to earlier episodes, when I was younger, I didn't even know what it was called. I didn't even know what entrepreneur meant, but I knew that's where I wanted to be. Going through this, you kind of, it's funny too. It's like when you think of your heroes or your idols and, you know, um, there was this big moment in my life where it was like, not everything is what it's going to be like the way you build it up in your mind. And, uh, for many, many, many years I was, uh, really, I really love this band. It's called smash pumpkins. If you haven't heard of them, listen to them. They're awesome. But it was so crazy because I held this dude, the, the front man, I held him on this, this pedestal and it was kind of weird. Um, I think it was 2008. It was a 20th anniversary tour. We went and then we saw him. Uh, perform in San Diego, me and my brothers. And it was so great to be there. But standing so close to him, I was like, this guy is just another guy. And it's, I just, the reason I bring that up is because I think that a lot of us put these, these ideas in our head and we make them bigger than what they really are. And we kind of uh, maybe not unrealistically think about things, but it's just, you know, we have this dream of what it is. And then when it comes to fruition, it's not necessarily that. And so when I decided to finally quit, I was able to finally quit. It was something that I had been dreaming about for years, for years, decades. I, I just felt like I was ready for it. I didn't think anything about my feelings that were there. It was just the initial excitement of finally being able to get to that point that I disregarded everything else. As it started to get closer to the day where my last days were, were counting down all of a sudden, like these feelings that I had no idea were there. I feelings that I didn't really think would be there. 
they started popping up and it was scary because it was like, am I really supposed to be doing this? Should I be doing this? Um, you know, my fears and my insecurities got the best of me. And I'll tell you this, I understand why a lot of people don't take that plunge, why they don't take that step into the unknown because, you know, fear is such a powerful thing and it's such a uh, manipulator to your decisions that I get it. And it was really for a few days there, I was like, like, what did I shit? What did I do? Like, I need to call my boss back. I need to get back, you know, to work. Like, this is crazy. I have a, I have a family to provide for. I can't, I can't do this. I can't be reckless like this. I think what it came down to is when you identify as something for so long, it's really hard for you to break that identity of yourself. It's, it's even a self image. Like I was talking to my mom about this because, you know, a few years coming up, she's going to be in retirement. I was telling her, I said, you know, I think that's why a lot of people have a hard time with retirement because they've spent their whole life, you know, being this person, this mechanic, this nurse, this doctor, this uh, carpenter, they spend their whole life doing this. And then they get to this point where they're able, where they don't have to do that anymore, but then they start to, they get into retirement and they're like, okay, well, I spent my whole life around this central idea of who I was and now I can't do that anymore. And while I haven't spent 50 years being a mechanic or being this provider, that's where I saw myself. This is where I self-identified as with this, this provider, this person who the entire family financial stability relies on me. And I've been this way since I was 16 years old to be that way for so long and to hold on to it so tight because, you know, up until a few years ago, I was a single dad. So there was no other options. It was me. Um, a lot of people who have kids, you know, have their spouses, so they don't necessarily have to put the entire stress and weight of being the sole provider on their shoulders. And so I held on to that really, really tight. In my mind, being an employee and taking care of my family that way was the only way I could. Because I make, you know, I make decent money with what I do and it's able to provide for my family and we're comfortable-ish, kind of. And, um, you know, with very modest living, we're pretty comfortable. Because I wasn't expecting these things, because I have been waiting for this for so long, I wasn't expecting these types of feelings to come up, it really hit me hard and it really, uh, it, it kicked me low for a couple of days. I was insecure. I was fearful of, you know, all these possibilities. And I feel like maybe that was nor that's normal. A lot of people that have transitioned from employee to entrepreneur possibly has to go through that. Now, I don't know if there are many people that are in my situation that have been a dad for as long as I have and, and have established themselves in that manner. I'm sure there's fewer of us than, than they're not, but I, I think that that's part of the process. That was part of the process for me. And it was such a, uh, rejuvenating process because it was like, I was down in the dumps. I was beating myself up. I was letting the fear and insecurities of everything that could possibly go wrong overtake this joyous moment. 
And it was really, it was crazy because when I was texting one of my old co uh, one of my old coworkers, maybe I'll be able to speak today. It was a few days after I, um, I had quit and he was just like, how's everything going? You know, uh, is everything cool and blah, blah, blah. And I texted him back and I said, you know what? Things are actually great. Like I get to work on my business when I want. I'm able to put time into that and, and focus on that and not have to worry about rushing off to work or I, I can't do that because it doesn't fit because I'm working all the time. Um, I'm able to work on this podcast for you guys to bring you guys better value. I'm able to be home and be a better husband and be a more present dad. Like it's crazy. And as I'm, as I'm typing these words to him, everything just starts like unloading all these fears and insecurities just start unloading. I don't know why, but it was just like, it was that reassurance of what I am doing is right. What I am doing is what's going to bring me, what's going to bring me the, my best life. And it was great because, you know, him and I have talked about some things that he's wanted to do in the, in the entrepreneurial side, but you know, he's letting a lot of the fear take hold, take hold of him. And, and that's okay because everybody's got their time. You know, everybody comes to it in their own time and everybody has to walk their own path. But it just felt really good that I was heading, I was hitting those fears head on. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to climb this wall of fear. And I'm on the other side is everything that I've always wanted. When people talk about things that there's that one moment or that time and it's so memorable, like I'm going to look back on this moment in 10, 15 years and I'm going to say, holy shit, dude, like that was the moment right there where my whole life changed. From that point on, it was this different, it was this different life that I was leading. With that being said, I think it's important for me to kind of express to you guys not only what my fears were, but the proactive mindset that I've kind of taken towards this whole shift because like it is a shift in identity. It is a shift in who I am. It is a shift in uh, who I can become. And I think with that, I need to, sh I needed to shift my mindset. And that was huge because if I were to keep the same mindset that kept me middle class, I'll say, I'll be generous and say middle class. If I keep the same mindset that kept me middle class, I'm never going to be able to reach the, the points in my life that I want to. Because if you want to be different, you have to be different. I started thinking about things. Okay, if I'm really going to make this a success, if I'm really going to make something out of this and I'm going to push myself beyond, I need to change the way I think now. And it all starts with the foundation stuff the mindset stuff, which I always talk about. Uh, but I wanted to talk about some of the key things that I am really starting to implement now that I have this free time. Um, because it was like everything, everything that was going on, I felt like I was just so burnt out with work that I made excuses for everything else. You know what I mean? And I'm sure a lot of people, you know, a lot of you guys do the same thing. And I don't bring that up because like, oh, like you're a piece of shit kind of way. I bring it up because it's like everybody does it. Everybody has that mindset where they're just like, you go to work, you come home. And once you get home, you're like, shit, I don't want to do anything. 
like I'm exhausted. I just had this long day. This guy was being an asshole. I had these customers, blah, 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 you know? And so you make up these excuses. And for me, I think a lot of it was that. I think a lot of my job just drained the shit out of me, drained me to the point where I didn't care about anything. I didn't care about uh, being fit. I didn't care about eating right. I didn't care about working really hard and being consistent with my business. And so all those things that were keeping me in that state of my life, I've had to break through and I've had to expand with. And the first thing that I'm killing, the first thing that I am switching, as I talked about it before, is my scarcity mindset. I have this thing where I'm so scared of, I've spent most of my life poor and I spent my whole adult life poor. I would say poor. Um, you know, I've talked about it before how I've had, I've had the lights turned off many times, the water shut off. I've been laid on rent months behind rent. I've been evicted. Um, I've had cars taken. I've had like, you think about something that sucks and something that's shitty in a financial state of mind or a financial point of view. I've been there. I've lived paycheck to paycheck. I've lived paycheck to two paychecks. Like, I mean, it's been hard. I've had to change my scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. And I don't know if you guys have listened to other episodes or other podcasts or um, anything in relation to this, this growth idea, but it's really common, the abundance and scarcity mindsets. And it's, it's funny because once you listen to it and you're like, eh, whatever, like I get what they're saying. It makes sense. But it's like once you start implementing that, not only is it scary at first, but it's so freeing to have the ability to be like, I don't need to save and squander all this money. I'll just make more money. I don't need to uh, not put money into myself and invest into myself. If I want to invest in myself, then I'll just make more money. There's always there's always ways to make more money, you know. And I think that's a big, that's a big mindset of people that have been passed down through the generations. Cause you know, from, uh, the great depression on like my, my grandparents, my great grandparents, like it was, my great grandparents were poor, like poor, poor, like dirt floor, poor. And so my grandma, and grandfather on my mom's side, they kept that kind of idea of poor. Now, they were the first entrepreneurs in the family that I'm aware of, um, very successful, but they still, um, you know, my grandma always had tons of food in the house for who, I don't know, but it was that scarcity mindset. My grandfather always held on to cash. My grandmother did the same thing, always held on to cash because they were scared. They were, they always had that. What if, which I'm not saying don't save, but I'm just saying, it was that mindset that was kind of embedded into them, you know, and then my, my parents were the same way, which in turn made me the same way. So one of the things that I'm really working on is keeping that mindset to an abundance mindset and not being afraid to invest in myself, to invest in my business, to invest in my children's futures and really just embrace what this life can give. Um, another one that I'm really taking charge of and I'm really I'd like to say it like I'm really just giving no apologies for anymore. 
is like, I'm just cutting bullshit out of my life. And I'm just being as blunt and frank as I can, because at some point you have to, there, there has to be a line that you draw and enough is enough. I've talked about this many times before. It's like when I, when you talk to people that bring value to your life and energize you, like double down on those motherfuckers, because those are the people that are going to make your life great. I've talked to people that are, you know, I have buddies, I have buddies that I was really close to in high school, super close to. And here we are, you know, I graduated how many years ago now? Like 15, 16 years ago. I don't remember. I graduated a long time ago. It's still, you talk to some of these people and they're still doing the same shit. They're doing worse shit than they were when you were in high school. Like I knew somebody who's, who was not a bad person, but he really like, he really did a 180, like piece of shit, doing drugs, doing crazy stuff. And it's like, while him and I have a great history, I can't talk to people like that. I can't, if people aren't willing to make themselves better and I'm going to sit there and try and waste my energy to try and get them to be better. It's really hard, especially when I'm not where I want to be yet. Like I can't be trying to help people when I'm not where I need to be yet. And so, you know, always seeking out those people that are going to push you to be better and discarding the ones that are just draining the shit out of you. Again, you know, talking about emotional draining for me, you know, when I lived in Washington, it was a, I was away from all that draining that it was, it was so great up there. And that's why I felt so free and so, uh, happy up there because I didn't have to worry about everybody else's bullshit that I normally take care of. That's another one that is very, uh, crucial to me. Another one, I know this is, um, a lot of people talk about this, but I'm getting back into getting fit. I think a lot is can be correlated with self-confidence and physical fitness. Like it just it just is. And it's not it's not rocket science. Like you you work out, you feel better, you look better. Of course you're going to be more confident. Like don't be stupid. Of course, right? So for me, I need to start worrying about I'm I'm not getting any younger. I need to start worrying about me and taking care of me and and making sure that I'm building my confidence in any which way I can. And that's being more healthy and, and taking a conscious effort to help me be healthy. Right. Super simple. Um, another one that I, I think the last one that I'll tell you guys is I am really trying to be organized. It is probably the worst thing that I am good at. It's probably the hardest thing that I have to do because I am just not that like I'm a hot ghetto mess, but I am, I'm all, I, because of my ADD and I'm not using it as an excuse, but I'm just saying because of my ADD, like I, it's hard for me to focus on things. So if I don't have things written down for me, um, if I don't take that conscious effort to plan out the day before or the day that's coming up the night before, like my whole next day is going to be shit because I can't focus on it. And I don't understand, you know, I, my mind starts wandering. So I, I have to have like a to-do list. So being organized for me, I think is really going to, uh, propel me to the next level. I hope that this episode maybe gives you an insight into what you might be experiencing. If you're coming to this point, like prepare for this, 
prepare for the unknown, prepare for uh, feelings that you may not consider that'll be there. And I hope that this helps you to push forward and attack those fears and just understand that everything that you want is on the other side of fear. All right, guys, I'll talk to you later. (music) 